Thanks so much for listening. Share far and wide and don't forget to rate us. Until next time. Episode 32. Oh my god, is it? Yes, it's episode 32. Well done to us. Bye, 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 bye. Cool. So, Shani, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to have a chit chat about everything March, including Women's History Month, anything we've been doing, etc. etc. Fabulous. Let's go. (laughs) Let's do that. So, Shani, what's been up lately? If that's even a thing that can you say, like, what's been up lately? What's yeah. up? Yeah, what's up? Okay. What's going on? Why you've been rocking? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Work, 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 work. So, me have been work, work, work. <laughs> yeah, you've been working like crazy, haven't you? Yeah, I've been working like crazy. Yeah, I don't know about love. Yeah, our year end is is not from January to to December, so it's like skewed. Mm. So yeah, there's a lot a lot of budgeting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, it's been buzzy. I mean, t- to be fair, I mean it's work. It's always busy in some way, shape, or form. Like when you mm. think it's quieting down, it never does. So that's been it. Mm. But yeah, just trying to find a balance. Like that's my. I mean, that's my whole thing which I'm constantly trying to do is like yeah I know I have to do this thing and for work and yeah that's important I need to get it done but also I need to you know um make sure that I'm okay and I think uh, mm. I was like I've said this so many times I wasn't focusing on that but now I'm more in a I'm more aware and connecting with that and like even if I tend to go over the ed- like edge and be like okay yeah I'm working a lot then I can pull myself back from it rather than before. I was uh, I was aware I was working a lot, but I never, I'll just be like, right, I'm busy. This is what I have to do. Mm. So yeah, I'm getting better at it. I'm not, I'm still not there where I want to be, but 100% yeah. getting better at it. 100% knowing my brand, 100% reclaiming my time. Um, Yay! When I work extra. Yeah, because I'm just like, no, you're not getting my time for free. No. Yeah. Amen. So, yeah, so I'm definitely doing that. So that's what it's been about. Um, I can't remember anything else, to be honest. Maybe when you start talking, I'll remember stuff, but I can't remember. Did I guess I guess that? Yeah. Yeah, what's up with you? Busy. Well, it's been a, it's been really busy. Um, yeah. But busy, productive, I feel. Versus, like, just mm. as Denzel Washington saying, like, yeah, you can be busy, but are you busy moving forward? Are you busy just going nowhere? And that's... And that's the thing. Just just want to say quickly before you continue. And that's the thing. I was having this conversation yesterday and I was simply saying, yeah, like all these years I've been working hard, being busy, but I haven't been busy for me. I haven't been busy in the, in, in the development of myself. I've been busy Amen. working for other people to get them where they need to be yeah, and get the company get where it needs to be and hit my targets work-wise. But when it comes to myself and what I want to develop, I have always put that at the back burner because I've been, well, I don't have time to do that because of work. Mm. And that shouldn't be the case. Mm. And I'm like, I've been working all these years and I'm just like, no, I need to have more to show for it. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. But anyway, continue. No, that's fine. Um, so yeah, so it's been like work. I ha- like um, we've been short-staffed, so I had to like take on some of the work from other people for like a few days, mm-hmm. and then eventually, like 
I just asked for help because I felt like I couldn't do yeah. my job plus other people's job and yeah. um and, and just well hit my, yeah and then hit my goal of wanting to focus on my development that's like the big thing that I wanted to do in H1 do more in my development non-city um just I'd say like do courses and build new skills but more like how do I get to the next step and that's kind of like my H1 focus for my development so I had to I felt like I wasn't being able to do that for like two to three weeks and then I just asked for help and asking for help is okay so um and I have been a United Nations woman UK delegate um which is a major milestone and I'm like so freaking proud of myself for that and that's something that you've been wanting to do like yeah it was like a dream so um so it's been like really busy but going places and that Mm. feels so good like I feel excited about my career for what's next versus what's now if that makes sense that's good yeah that's good so that's, that's really, really and I have good. and I have like a lot of bones to pick with people who don't get involved with like who wins is three months but we can discuss it at a later point yeah like I mean the thing I realized about certain things is everybody is not going to be locked in to everything that they should yes be. that's just that's yes. just how it is Yes. Um, but the thing is, is that, like, I know that people say, like, if you're not doing anything, like, if you're not contributing to, like, you know, eradicating certain things, then you're part of the problem, etc. Mm. But I think, um, yeah, it, it's not just not doing anything. It's not wanting to be aware. Is that that's a problem as well? So, I think it's twofold. Um, it's. I'm not saying that not doing anything is right, but I'm just no, saying that. Know not doing anything plus not being aware is even worse so at least if you're yeah, not going to do exactly. anything at least be aware so your actions exactly. when you go through day-to-day life can exactly. reflect what you you know exactly. believe yeah um, yeah yeah I agree I think so, so, so to this end is um I like when you're like twofold um it sounds like <laughs> Ross, Ross in France when he when he talks about okay this is actually like it's in threefold. Rule number one, there will be like three <laughs> subcategories to this. Uh, we have the same pop culture references, clearly. Um, so I, so and like for, Joey, for, and, and I can imagine Joey looking at him like, uh, boring. Yeah, exactly. Like falling asleep, I like point number one. Uh, subcategory number two. Um, I, so there is self-awareness. And if you are self-aware that you don't know enough, then are you educating yourself? Or are you are you willing mm-hmm. to educate yourself? Step number one, and then are you then mm-hmm. making the step to educate yourself? Step number two, and then there is the activism part, let's just say, um, or the action part, which to me is mm-hmm. like the next steps, right? And from my point of view, when I talk about people doing things, right, and I know I know I'm definitely like on. Not the most extreme of the spectrum, but I I do know that because of what I do and what I believe in and the activism that I do, I'm like a, a more extreme version of what maybe like average people should be doing. But I think, you know, as little as if there is, you know, a woman in the room that's being cut off constantly by men, just like stepping in. For me, that's like an act of allyship. And that's what, you know, 
all year round, which yeah. we're doing, but even yeah. more so in, in Women's History Month. If you are a man and you are like, and there's Women's History Month and all of the women in the business are taking part in activities, are you taking part as well? Or are you letting the women being like the champions, the volunteers, organizing the talks, etc.? Yeah. Yeah, celebrating themselves, basically. Exactly. Um, act like act acting for me is also like I was saying. Okay, I can see loads of women around me are talking, and so let's just, I'm a woman or identify as a woman. Um, are talking about the gender pay gap, and I see loads of stuff like around, and I don't feel like I haven't ever been a victim of like sexism. Well, if there's a lot of conversation, let's just start reading about it and then maybe let's start talking to my partner my girlfriends about it right there are like so mm-hmm. many different levels what I suppose annoys me most is that when comes women's history month or international women's day all of a sudden and I'm sorry like it's not comparing it right but when George Floyd got murdered everyone posted a freaking black square and then that was that right and I mm-hmm. and it's not comparable, but I don't like when people do something for like, as a PR stunt. They post about it on one day or on one month, and then it's like all forgotten. And mm-hmm. for whatever mm-hmm. it is, like a ship has cannot be performative, which is mm-hmm. I'm going to do it for the sake of being like, hey, tap on the back. No, 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 no. Are you intentional? Are you like, like a checkbox? Are you sh- yeah? Are you showing up? Are you calling yourself an ally? Because I'm sorry. You are an ally if you call yourself an ally. You are being called an ally by yeah. others, but you shouldn't call yourself an ally. And there's yeah. so many things like this that on months like now, I find is very performative and is not, you know, with the overturn of like Roe versus Wade and, um, you know, like the menopause conversations around women's rights and like, um, mm-hmm. you know, period poverty and, laws changing mm-hmm. around like menstruation during the months there aren't enough people who are not every single day already involved getting involved today like today mm-hmm. this month right it's always the same people mm-hmm. that's what I find and Sorry. also like we need to we need to also think that like to your point in saying that people are just doing it to be performative as well and then not letting whatever they say maybe on social media or press or whatever um reflect what is going on in their organization um yes whether it's globally locally and down to the nitty-gritty at a do at an organization level at a department level at a team level Yes. Um, you have to make sure that those messages and those actions are filtered down as well. Yeah. And I think that might be the problem. Anyway, it's not only saying it, it's about changing the whole culture of working yes. and the way that we yes. think and work. Yes. Um, I yes. think that it's it's definitely a process, but you have to start somewhere yeah. and be active in making sure that the culture of it changes. For example, for me, before I used to be I used to get my period pains were like bad, but I used to they're they're not I think they're better now but I just get more symptoms of being on my period than I did before but my stomach cramps used to be so so bad and I used to go into work and suck it up take painkillers sometimes they will work sometimes they wouldn't work I used to suck and I used to feel like shit all the time couldn't concentrate brain fog Mm. feeling cold feeling fluey and I used to say but now 
I refuse to go into the office if I'm not feeling 100%. And I shouldn't have you. to make an excuse for it. No. Like, I'm not afraid to say, listen, my stomach is hurting me and mm. I don't feel 100% on coming in. And if yeah. you just don't feel 100%, you are entitled to take a sick day. That's what they're there for. Yeah. And like, even if you take, I'm not saying that every single month you're going to feel that way, but even if you do, you are entitled to feel that way. And that one, what would spark change? It's just like, because yeah. you do it and you go in and someone, well, yeah. someone do it, but someone else comes in the office and feels sick. That's their problem. That's not my problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I, me coming yeah. into the office when I feel shit is being performative. And what are we not doing in 2023? Being performative. Amen. Amen. That's on there. That's it. Thank you very much, guys, for coming. We'll see you next week. I, I, I love what I love what you're saying because it's about if you don't advocate for yourself, how do you want other people exactly. to advocate Thank for you, you? Right? And exactly. like showing like the behaviors. And I, I love that you say that because both of us have been like guilty of like showing up for others, and then you don't model all the behavior. And when we didn't model the behavior, it's like how do you want others to do it and I've learned Mm -hmm. so much from you when it comes to giving yourself permission to not see friends not answer texts like all of those things versus this how society portrays women or expects from women which is always being there always show up do everything people please all of that um so I love that you say this because that's very that's so true to you and that's very true to what you taught me and I'm trying to explain to others so thank you for saying another no worries and another and one of my friends as well she was saying wisdom nugget i love it yeah another wisdom of the girl that i'm about to drop people (laughs) go for it (laughs) love it my friend she was she was um on uh youtube or some of uh you know platform that young um, people go to yeah and she was saying that um she was she shared a video about women not having friends and is that a red flag and I'm like depends Mm, it depends and it's just it just depends it's not necessarily a red flag I mean is she if someone's saying that they don't have any friends because someone is constantly doing something to them then I think Mm. that needs to be analyzed um okay are people constantly doing something to me or is it something that I'm doing Mm. as well not saying that you should you know always think that it's it's you know play the victim or anything but you Mm. should also look within yourself just to analyze it and be like even if you say no it's not me it's them at least to have Mm. that step you know um but if that then maybe it should be a red flag if you think it's always someone else but then if you just feel like you know what I need my peace sometimes and sometimes I just need to drive then that's your decision like I don't Mm. think it's a red flag like yeah it's so like people should, should be allowed to do what they want to do. If you don't want any friends, that's your that's your business. Why are people so concerned with other people's business? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> you know why you made me realize is that there are, converse, there are conversations. And sorry, if you're a guy and you're gonna and you disagree about what I'm about to say, please tell us. But I feel like there are conversations about saying, oh there is a problem with her because most of her friends are men versus women. When yes. I don't think there is a problem, when I don't think there are a lot of conversations besides male talking about, oh, he must be gay, um, which actually mm-hmm. is not an insult, um, but saying, oh, this guy 
is hanging around around loads of women. No, it's actually saying, oh, he's such a player. Like, that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. He's such a, like, a dude, you know, like, oh, well done to him. Yeah. Is, there is a problem with yeah. that. We don't have too many girlfriends. I find it really interesting. You made me realize something I didn't realize. Yeah, because it, it can be it can be something placed on us that okay, we can't get on with women because we're catty, we're jealous, we're all these things. Yeah. Um, it also um raises the point of we want male attention, we've got daddy issues, yeah. so therefore we want to be around men more. Yeah. Um how about it's just I find uh you know comfortable around these yeah. certain people and they just happen to be men. You know? Um yeah. that's with what what people say but yeah I don't I don't see it as a role like it depends no I think I think there is something about finding your people like I remember when I was younger I didn't and I think it's very it's still it's very relevant to like women's history months and the conversations we're having about international women's day but that there is this expectation I believe of you know if she has loads of friends she's like social she's she is what we expect her to be, which is like nurturing, mothering, caring, mm. empathetic. Like that's what we expect um, of mm-hmm. women. Um, and what is expected, it's because then we are like the caregivers, the mothers having the kids, staying at home, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, and I find personally when I was young and I didn't have that many friends, like just a small handful of people, I felt really awkward and really socially uncomfortable. And I just... I just didn't really I like to feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I, I, do, I don't, when I'm around the right people, right. I used to, to mm. feel that way around the friends that I had because they weren't necessarily friends. They weren't necessarily people I chose. It's just so happened. I didn't want to like be alone. And then I just had yeah. people around me rather than like friends. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I realized as I grew older. Whereas now I think, or I am absolutely okay having, you know, five, six really good girlfriends in London and not needing more than that because the ones I have, I can have like real chats. I can truly be myself. I can vent away. I can sway if I need to. I can be as loud as I want. Like I can be yeah. myself. And it, and that's no disrespect I, to the other people you know. It's just that no. we're not that close. I think I could think you're perfectly nice nice person I could think mm. I know that you're a perfectly nice person that's why I, I know you and I still associate with you exactly exactly and I find the conversations that I have versus the ones maybe I wanted to have when I was younger now they're like so more fulfilling like I have you know Mm-hmm. The girlfriends in London who like know me really well and maybe like better than the ones I used to have when I was, you know, um, that did not come of age, as some would say. Yeah. Um, they will send <laughs> they will send me like you and I exchange really honest like messages and Instagram DMs, etc., about about things that we find highly disturbing about societal prejudices. I've got friends who send me stuff around like activism, whether it's environmental or women's rights. I've got friends who send me um, great book recommendations, which are about social justice. And I find that then therefore I'm so much more fulfilled in these friendships because I don't, I, versus when I was younger, I felt really apologetic or I did feel uncomfortable being passionate and driven and ambitious and, um 
very like goal driven because mm. everyone I had around me just used to comment about it in a way that felt a bit sarcastic or a bit judgmental. Mm. And when yeah. I hit my thirties, friends changed and and then I probably felt also more comfortable saying, you know what, like if I can't talk to you about these kind of things and just having small yeah. chats, not interested. Yeah, yeah. You don't wanna you wanna be able to feel natural around people. You know yeah. what you said about um being driven and being um you know ambitious, ambitious. And stuff like that. I was yeah. re- I was reading something where this lady was saying, I feel guilty because I don't want to I'm in my job, I earn a decent amount of money at this point in time, and yeah. I feel guilty that I don't want any more. Like I'm comfortable where I am right now. Um, yeah. my husband I'm married and um, we have a house I know we could yeah. be more comfortable in a better house maybe if I earned more yeah. we're, we're currently on the same salary however he has the potential to earn more than me um mm. as the years go on and she said am I am do I she feels guilty for maybe being so comfortable and she doesn't want to necessarily be a kept woman but will that result in her being a kept woman like maybe she's not as ambitious as her other friends especially in a Mm. world where we're told that we need to be doing every single thing we need to be able to read a book exercise um have a side hustle you know have your main job be passionate about something you know be uh, Mm. involved in activism you know have children be a wife be a good friend all these things that you have to be in within 24 hours of a day and she was like I just Mm. don't have the energy for all of that and I'm comfortable mm. where I'm at, I'm at. And in this world now where, where all those things, which I just mentioned, she feels guilty. She feels guilty as a woman and she feels guilty mm. that she's not, um, she feels like a guilty feminist. That's what she said, because she mm. wants that. She advocates for women's rights, but it's her staying at the level that she's comfortable at and not pushing for more. Is that right? Um, and she felt mm. and I was like oh my god that's so interesting and, mm. I, and I said so many people feel use that word guilty feminist but they need to remember that feminism is about having um, it's not only about having equality but having choice and being able to mm. choose whatever path you decide um, yeah. whatever path you want if you want to be a stay-at-home person uh, a, a woman yeah, or a that. person or whatever be that as long as you're comfortable with that as long as you chose that option for yourself yeah you know if you want to go be a go-getter you don't want to have kids and you just want to focus on your career do that if you want to have it all do that like it's a book it's about choice it's about having that choice Mm. for what you want to do and also it's about that if you want to change that you can as well if yesterday I wanted to be a housewife and today I want to be a career woman I can do that yeah because I have the option to yeah and that's what it's about so she for me she shouldn't feel guilty she she might change her mind you never know but she should if she wants to do more she should and if she doesn't she shouldn't have to not for other people she should do more for herself if she wants to yeah I like you know what thank you for sharing it I think so like I've got friends and this is not to be like oh my god I'm amazing so please just don't you know Mm. anybody take it that way but I do have friends who say oh you inspire me because you do x y and z right and I think that comes from exactly what you said there is this thing that is called like the multi-hyphenate woman and there's an actual book I actually bought the book about it and it's about how do you start like um 
side hustle turn it into a business or if you are a woman and you don't feel like sorry if you are an individual and you don't feel like you you just want to be one thing but you want to be multiple mm-hmm. things then that's why your multi-hyphenate term comes in which is I don't want to be defined by a box like you said I wanted it I want to have mm. a child tomorrow I want to go back to work the following day I want to start a business right and I think there mm. is these expectations um that everyone should be multi-hyphenate all the time and actually everyone, no, everyone stop, should be, be multi-hyphenate exactly and I think it it's just it's also personality related like I I like yeah. I and when people say, oh, you're so aspirational because you do X, Y, and Z, or I wish I was doing all these things. No, because it's not necessarily innate to everyone. And I don't to mean you, in a yeah, way or yeah. bad way. I've always been a multitasker. I get bored. That's the reality. I get bored doing one thing. I get bored doing the same thing over and over again. It's just because I get bored. It's not literally because yeah. I want to conquer the word. That's like not at all. And I feel, and that's why I say to my friends to say that. And I say, hang on, you inspire me because you got me to start writing blogs for like networks or you inspire me because you're questioning how you raise your boys and my shout out. Or you inspire me because you made me more like spiritual, shout out to Rain. Like, you know, these things like this. And I, and I, mm-hmm. and I love it because being a feminist to me, it's like you said, being an equalitarian and therefore mm-hmm. we should not feel freaking guilty of doing this in a way that's relevant to us yeah I love yeah, it Shani exactly. I absolutely love what you said yeah. and because and when, when, you, when you're your doing that yeah Big or bag. well she's not my friend it's just someone I, I like she was oh, writing someone on social media time. okay yeah so she was writing into this person that I follow on social media ah okay yeah. you have to she feels guilty um yeah I thought oh I will do it I'll, I'll try to find it again I can't remember if I say, <laughs> saved it I knew you say that I like somewhere no, in the stratosphere of the cloud. Yeah, I feel, I know, that, I feel that way all the time. Things. Yeah, but no, that is good because you know what? I, I sometimes I feel that way that I should be doing more, but I do tie easily. When I think about multitasking, it ties me up before I even do it. Like that's the sort yeah. of person I am. Yeah, and, and I can't be everything, but sometimes I do try to push through certain things because I know, like, um, I feel. I'm the sort of person and I've rested on that so long that if I don't feel like doing something, I will not do it. And I think yeah, sometimes I, I just need to push through. Sometimes I just need to push through. It's not good 100% Push of the time. through not doing it um, or push through doing something? Yeah. No, push through doing something because then sometimes okay. I can, because I procrastinate as well, comes hand in mm. hand with that. And sometimes my if I don't feel like doing something it's not necessarily because wholeheartedly I don't feel like doing it mm. it comes it stems from um procrastination then it stems uh, which comes off the back of fear mm. and then which comes off the back of not feeling good enough or not feeling mm. that I can do it so that's why I say I need to push through because it's not necessarily okay I don't think that's right for me it is so layered and deeper than that for me um so that's why I say sometimes <laughs> I need to push through because it can Amen. be off the back of, of of me feeling um fearful or me feeling that I can't do it when possibly or most of the time I can but it's just fear of failure um mostly mm. if I'm being 100% honest and transparent yeah mm. You know what? Um, I love that you're saying this because um, I 
So I think there's an element, and I'm not saying that's the case for you, but there's an element of like how we've raised and how much maybe encouragement or like the words that the parents use. And my mom, to be honest, is like a broken record. So she will say the same French proverb over and over and over again. And she's always said to us, willing is half of the way done. I don't know if that makes sense in mm. English, but you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, it does. And then, yeah. and she would have so many things like this that she would say all the time because she she leaped. She was raised by two parents, but the father was completely absent and therefore the mom was doing everything. And she's always thought, I don't want my kids to rely upon anyone, especially none of my girls, right? We two girls, one boy. Mm. And therefore she has made us, and probably, I was about to use the wrong term. I was about to say aggressive, but like go-getters. She has raised us Mm. to be like very strong go-getters, full of fears, I get paralyzed probably 30% of the time. And then 70% of the time, I'm like, I just repeat those mantras that now we call, they're not French proverb, um, yeah. into my mind. And for the UN woman, uh, UK delegate stuff is last year, um, like the delegation happens during some of the commissions that happen in March. And last year, I saw so many people, so many people, so many people on social media <laughs> posting about it. And it was halfway through March. And I'm going to be honest, I was jealous of all those people. I was like, oh my God, those people are doing this. And I was, and I, and I looked at it on LinkedIn and it was the end of March and it was finished. And I was, I was upset at myself for not know. I was upset for not knowing about it. I was angry at myself for not having done the work to know it was, it was happening I was um, fearful that I would never be good enough to be like one of them. There were so many mixed emotions. And then I thought, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Next year you're doing it. Like you have no choice. And then yeah. the months of March started and I started seeing people who were like, who were posting about being delegates. And I was like, girl, you did it again. Like you seriously mm-hmm. let yourself down. You have not applied. You have not done the work. You have not researched. And I remember I was literally about to go to the bathroom to get ready for work and or like going to the gym whatever and then I thought you have this like this is your window you apply for it and even though the commission has already of the events has already started or you don't apply for it yeah. but you want to and I thought yeah. I'm not good enough like hang on never gonna happen like in a million years god knows how many people apply look at those people mm. they're like written books they've done podcasts like you just nobody versus them you know I literally was mm-hmm. like in my mind you are nobody versus those people and I thought you know what maybe I get rejected but nobody on LinkedIn or in the word is gonna know I got rejected and then I thought you know it's what it doesn't matter it's just not, I don't do it for the people I do it for me and I applied yeah. and then when I received the message when I received the confirmation like a couple of days later I was like in the tube and on my way to work and I was so so happy but I wasn't I was happy obviously to do it but I was happy of not having let my fears that one time um like get the best of me and I think what Will Smith said famously and I know Will Smith is very controversial blah 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 but he said why did God put the best things on the other side of fear yeah because it's freaking scary but because they are so good, you know. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Totally, and that 
is a good way to end off the podcast because we have talked about Women's History Month. We have talked mm-hmm. about um, people advocating for women. We have talked mm-hmm. about that you shouldn't feel guilty for, mm-hmm. you know, whatever choice that you make in being a woman or being an individual. Mm-hmm. And we have talked about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. So that's that. That's it. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Gala and Shani. Welcome to Excuses the Podcast. Excuses about stories of fun, love and laughter. So grab a drink, alcoholic or otherwise, we won't judge and chill with your favourite girlfriends.